when you figure out what your superpower is, it allows you to be a master in that space. So really when I honed in on my skill sets, which obviously is people not being, I don't want to be locked up in a box doing underwriting. Can I do it? Yes. Is it best time well spent? No. So whatever your weakness is, find another that has that as their strength. That's what makes Quattro Capital so powerful is strategically and synergy that we have together has allowed us to literally fly like we have and acquire in such a fashion that we have. Your network is your net worth. Come listen to some of the most successful people I know. Share invaluable knowledge, stories, and advice in real estate, business, and beyond. This is Weiss Advice. Whether you want to take your business or personal life to the next level, look no further. Welcome back to Weiss Advice. I'm your host, Yona Weiss, and I am very happy today to have a friend, our guest, Dr. Aaron Hudson. How are you, Aaron? So good. Thanks so much for having me on, Yona. I appreciate you. It's great to have you finally on the show. And, uh, you know, I'd love to, to just give a little context. You know, I love to tell my listeners a little bit about our guests before they, you know, we get into our conversation. So a little bit about Dr. Hudson, as I like to call her. She's, you know, big family woman, which I love. I'm a, I have six kids. She has five, five children herself. And she actually was a chiropractor, which that's where the, you know, the name doctor comes from. And recently sold her practice got full-time into real estate, which is incredible. She's working, you know, combined talent with a group. They just founded Quattro Capital. So Quattro, I assume, I didn't ask you beforehand, but I assume it has to do with the fact that there's four of you. Uh, you know, I took Spanish in high school and that's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and she's, she's working now as the director of investor relations and a managing partner in this company. They are killing it. And by the time this episode ends, they may have several hundred doors, not just under contract anymore, but, but under their belts, which is really exciting. So let's just jump into it. You got into real estate after being a full-time, you know, doctor running your own practice, full-time mom, you know, doing the whole thing. I think it's really inspirational for a lot of people out there. I asked this to a lot of people and I just love to get your perspective. What was the, you know, the first thing that triggered you into, you know, that bug of real estate investing? Yeah, you know, listen, it is, that is such a loaded question, Yana. <laughs> Forever, I've wanted to get into real estate. I grew up and I've lived in California my whole life. And the cost of buying an investment property in California didn't quite make so much sense. You'd have to pretty much pay your tenant to live in your house. And so it was a matter of, for years, I really wanted to get involved and I wasn't quite sure how to do it, being an out-of-state, having an out-of-state, being an out-of-state owner, right? is a little terrifying and, and scary at the same token. And long story short, I was working with a business coach and she said, listen, I am not going to coach you anymore with your wellness centers unless you learn to delegate like a master. I'm going to show you how to do it. But if you don't pick it up right away and stop doing those $10 an hour jobs, we're done coaching. And so that was really the pivotal moment that really was the game changer for me simply because I now had my team members that were warming up patients for me and loving on them and taking them to the checkout stand and so on and so forth. So when I came in, I really honed in on my craft. Mm-hmm. I would come in and adjust that patient. And guess what? Now all of a sudden I had all this time freed up. I got wow. to love on them, adjust them, send them on their way. 
And now I had these little gaps in my schedule between patients. And so I dove into real estate and I started to really just looking on Craigslist, diving into bigger pockets, and I massively got the bug. And that's kind of where it all began. And we can dive in more into that. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, the fact that you're able to free up more time, and then once you once you realize that real estate is just going to free up more of that time, it makes sense to go in, into that direction. Now, you, you recently started this Quattro Capital, right? You, you had done some deals before this and had some partners. So what, what was the impetus? I, I assume that had to do with the number four, right? Obviously, I'm sure it's, it does. But tell me a little bit about how that partnership and that company came together. Okay. Well, first and foremost, Quattro Capital is not for partners. We tricked you, friends. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. It actually stands for, there are four things that really make up Quattro Capital. And first and foremost, it's about people, for people and about people, Right. And then obviously our job is finding the right property that's going to be advantageous, that's going to yield incredible profits. And lastly, what is near and dear, not just to my heart, but to my partners is philanthropy. We are big about giving back to those that are in need, to the poor, the widow, the sick. And that's always been on my heart. And beginning in 2012, I took my family, we went to Belize and we went and took Christmas to a hundred orphans and just loved on them and then went back following year to build an orphanage to the following year to just loving on them. Right. And so that's really where my heart is. And guess what? When you line up with people that have the same desires, the same values, you fly like eagles together. And so that is exactly what Quattro does. We get to fly and do what we love and we're passionate about, which is the real estate space. Awesome. Okay. So I erroneously assumed, right? And you know what they say when you assume, but, but no, but I think that's awesome. So you have four pillars that you guys, the fundamentals that you came together and you know, that you have the same principles. And I love that. I think that it's all about networking, right? And you finding the right people, the aligned interest. And you just, once you do that, like you said, you can soar, you can fly. So I think for a lot of people who are kind of stuck and they're like, how can I do this? How can I, you know, start my real estate journey? And it's, I can't do it. I don't have enough capital. I don't have enough money. I don't have uh, resources. I don't have time. Is that a lot, lots of excuses, right? Which we all have. And it's about getting over those excuses and just, you know, taking the right steps. What were some of the biggest challenges for you? I mean, you literally transitioned from like a career you'd been doing for a long time, a practice you had built up, and, you know, you moved your family to Texas, right? <laughs> Obviously, that was probably a big step in the right direction. But what, what were the challenges, you know, kind of getting you to that point? Okay, well, first and foremost, I think that in, let me just, let me just rewind back. When I got yeah. started, it wasn't straight for the multifamily, right? I started in the single family space. I started acquiring single family rental properties. And within two years, my husband and I acquired 26 rental properties with massive negotiations, which is for another time. But with that being said, that's how we climb that ladder. Rung by rung is starting in the single family space, which allowed us then to be turned on and learn about the multifamily space. In doing so, I was part of a, a education program, which was great to help us to learn the basics, right? And to help us you know, have coaching and really put us on track so that we could in due time have success in the space. Although I will tell you, one of the biggest pitfalls is I think it's a little overwhelming in the multifamily space. For one, you have to find brokers. You have to find the deals. You have to find the investors. You have to find your niche market, right? 
a lot of that can be a bit overwhelming. But I will tell you for quite some time, I was trying to wear all of those hats, trying to find all those relationships and the money and the people and the deals and so on and so forth. And it was a little bit of a burnout. And guess what? It was really about a year into it of hitting my head against the wall of finding out, you know what? The most important thing right now is figuring out what is Aaron's superpower. Mm -hmm. And when you figure out what your superpower is, it allows you to be a master in that space. So really when I honed in on my skill sets, which obviously is people not being, I don't want to be locked up in a box doing underwriting. Can I do it? Yes. Is it best time well spent? No. So whatever your weakness is, find another that has that as their strength. It took me a while. But once I did, I kid you not, that's what makes Quattro Capital so powerful is strategically and synergy that we have together has allowed us to literally fly like we have and acquire in such a fashion that we have. That's awesome. And I think we have that in common, you know, in, in terms of like my superpower is definitely not underwriting. And, you know, I'm definitely more a people person in terms of those, you know, the networking and the relationships coming from that. So I'm going to ask a little bit of a selfish question because it's my show and I can do that. <laughs> I know it's not a show about you, really. It's just uh, me to ask, you know, get advice. Weiss advice is really just about me asking other people advice so I can, sure. so I can learn. But really what I, what I want to know is, you know, as that position that you've taken on, okay, in the investor relations, in the people person, do you find that that's like the biggest role in the partnership? Meaning, meaning, yes, finding the deals is huge, right? Having those bro relationships is huge. Getting the money, right, is huge. But, you know, in terms of the actual interface and, you know, being that people person where you can have a lot of that, the kind of face of the company in a lot of ways, for you, is that challenging? Because it sounds like that's your, your quality, your skill set, your superpower, if you will. And... Yeah. I mean, are there others in the group that also have that, that would like kind of, I don't know exactly how I'm uh, so <laughs> getting to the question. Think about it. No, think about it like a football team, right? And there's all the different players on the field, the quarterback, the running back. I don't even know all the names of the football, you know, that are on the football team. But listen, you can't do the game of football without every single one of those positions, right? To get it across the finish line. It is the same exact concept with us working as Quattro Capital. We all have wonderful strengths that we have that are really is our space, right? So I would not say that relations, you know, investor relations and raising money, that I'm the most important piece by any stretch. Because if I'm honest with you, I feel like pinch me. Do I really get the pleasure of working with the most incredible people? Yes, because they have brains that I don't have, right? Mm -hmm. Their skill set, I mean, we're talking about an aeronautical engineer and another that negotiates for Fortune 50 companies and that's where they've come from, you know? And so when I look at, all, it takes all of us. It takes, just like they say, it takes an army to get it done. Same concept. When you have people that actually get to come together to put a deal together, it makes my job easy. I don't have to worry about the minutia that I don't really want to worry about. Gotcha. Yes, do they pull me in? Yes, could I underwrite? Yes, but it's not best time spent, right? So for me, I get to be in front of people and talk to people, which I absolutely love. But over and beyond that, what if, just what if there was a way to look at it in a different fashion and help people? 
Mm. So I want you just to walk with me for a moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes, do I get to work with investors and those that want to come in and be part of a deal? Absolutely. But what if there were other people that struggled the same way I did? If I did, there's got to be other people, right? right? There's other people out there that are trying to wear all the hats, just like what I did. So I have a heart for that. So what if there was a way for me to influence others that are in the space that are trying to get a hand up, but they don't have a solid team, right? It's a missing link. How are they supposed to get a job, a job, a deal <laughs> done deal, yeah. they don't have solid partners or anyone that they can rely upon and know them and like them and trust them? So what if we could fill in that gap? So that's where Quattro Capital comes in and we actually have alliance partners that we bring into our fold. It's not just Quattro, there's other partners that we bring in deal specific. Let's just say that Mr. Yona found a deal and he's like, Aaron, this is incredible. You gotta check this out. And you've done your research and you bring it to us and we end up going forward with that deal. We do something that is awe inspiring we actually will give a portion of the acquisition fee to the tune of 50% back to that person that found that deal. And not only that, we want to bring them into the fold. We want to educate them and help them grow along their journey. So it truly is about giving back and helping people get what they want because we will get what we want, right? Just yeah, the law. Absolutely. So. The more you give to others, absolutely. The more you try to help other people get what they need what they want. You'll, you'll definitely get what you need and what you want. So I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I've heard the the concept before. I know other people do something similar, but nothing to that extent. And, and of course, when you're working at that caliber and you want to be able to, to help people with that degree, I mean, the fact of the matter is, it sounds like you guys have very lofty goals, number one, right? And number two, right, you have a lot of capacity, right, to grow. So that, you know, that allows you to to say, hey, we want to grow, you know, exponentially here. Let's find these resources and open it up to offer it to other people. I might just have to take you up on that. We'll see. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So um, what's it like, you know, being a mother of five and, you know, being involved in this business? Has the real estate made it easier, you know, doing this? Because obviously you're doing it from home, right? You're not going in necessarily going into, you know, the practice, you're, you know, your clinic every day like you used to. Uh, has it been easier? Has it been more difficult? Uh, what's that like? So when you say that, are you saying since COVID or coming from the practice? Well, I mean, it's really pretty much the same thing, same time, right? I'll just say it this way. You know, coming from my chiropractic office, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to have more freedom and I'm going to be able to do whatever I want. Yes. Do I have freedom? I can do whatever the heck I want every single day. Yes, do I, or I, sh I should say, do I work hard? Yes, I do work hard, but it's not hard work when you love, love, love what you do, yeah. right? So here's the problem with five kids, right? Little one being four, my youngest. Do I tend to overdo it at times and just keep on going and going when I probably should turn it off and it's time to make dinner or something like such? Absolutely. Sometimes I can get <laughs> my priorities a little out of balance, right? But I love what I do and I am more than anything excited for what's to come and what I'm able to pass on to my family and to show them that there is another way. A job, no offense to anyone out there, but it's really like just over broke, J-O-B, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to build your own destiny? 
an empire or do you want to build somebody else's, right? So I'm on a mission to share with my children and teach them if that's what they desire and that's their passion, go for it, right? Everyone's passion is different. My passion is different, right? I don't want to work for somebody else. I don't want to build somebody else's dream. I want to build my own for my family. I also want to be able to give my family and my kids options, right? Yeah. But more importantly, it's about that what if you could create mailbox money while you're sleeping and the power of that and what I can teach my children and hopefully that resonates and they too want to prepare for their future and have multiple streams coming in yeah. to their family. Yeah, sure. Are they old enough to see that yet, you know, coming in and, you know, recognize that? Yeah, I love that you asked that. We don't just do it ourselves. We, we preach it, right? And it's probably a little bit overboard. You know, the kids will be at the grocery store, mom, can I get this? And I'll say, no, it's not, it's not wise, right? And so they say, well, why? Because you got to buy another investment property. And so they're cognizant as what's going on in the Hudson home. But my daughter, who's now 21 at the age of 16 with her Roth IRA, bought her first investment property in Indianapolis, Indiana. And she just sold it a couple weeks ago. And now she's getting ready to jump into the multifamily space with us with her money. So yes, we're, we're duplicating awesome. that and, and teaching them for sure as much That's as we amazing. can. That's awesome. That is amazing. Really. I mean, seriously, at 16, like buying your first investment property, you have to have good, uh, you know, she didn't come to that on her own, obviously. Uh, Well, you know, I think with that, you give kids love options, right? So we said this, we said, look, you've got money in your bank account to buy yourself a car. If you do that, you're going to have to pay for your own gas. You're going to have to pay for your own insurance. What if you could take that same money and buy an investment property and we'll help you out a little bit and you could use our car. And so she said, all right, well, I'm gonna buy that house. And so because she bought it with her Roth IRA, even better, she wasn't tempted to spend that rental income that came in every single month. She couldn't touch it. Mm -hmm. So now she's able to triple what she bought it for and now she can put it into the apartment space. So it's empowering them, right? And teaching them how to do it and how to duplicate that seed and grow the harvest. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's amazing. I think every one of us listening to this who's a parent, it needs to apply that if we're not already doing that. You know, my oldest daughter right now is just turned 16. So we're, you know, maybe she doesn't have a Roth IRA per se, but uh, maybe we can you know, help her to, to make some of those decisions as well uh, in the right direction. So I want to switch this now and jump right into the final four, right? These are four questions I ask every guest and take them, you know, deep, short, long, whatever you want to do with it. It's up to you. But the first question I ask everyone is what is the worst job that you ever had? The worst job. Oh my gosh. By far, it was my first job. I worked for a donut shop called Donut Man (laughs) and it was dirty and it was stinky. And every time I went home from work, I smelled like oil and grease. So that was probably the grossest job I've had. Yeah, that's, I mean, in the fast food world, you know, the first job, most teenagers like, you know, and I assume you were a teenager at the time. That was my assumption again, but (laughs) um, it's definitely not a lot of fun, but learning experience, right? For sure. What'd you learn from that job? Um, Besides that you didn't like the smell. That I should not eat donuts. That I should not eat donuts. (laughs) You learn what really goes into them. I was, I was blown away with the owner. He had owned it for 16 years when I went to leave it. And he just was a, a penny pincher 
and really just managed his books and really just had things super shored up. So that was probably my biggest takeaway. Very cool. Okay. So speaking of books, what's a book that you've read that's given you a paradigm shift? Yes, yes, yes. The book that I actually love that has really shifted my mindset is called Think and Grow Rich. And that book really, really, really gets into your head. And it's really the biggest thing that is stopping most people. And so I'd love to share just real quickly here because I know that there's probably many of you out there that are like me, we're human, right? We, we have some uh, negative self-talk that goes into the head or that fear of, of moving forward and doing something, right? Because you're afraid to fail or just all these negative thoughts. I will tell you, have I had a lot of success in my life? Yes, I have. Do I wake up and have that negative self-talk at times? Absolutely, we're human. But I will tell you something that has been a game changer for me over the last couple of years and even more importantly over the last six months is really just having that self-talk of positive, just affirmations about how wonderful I am, how I'm a conqueror, how I'm a warrior, how I'm an overcomer, how I am uber resourceful, right? I honestly have to tell myself how wonderful I am every freaking day because guess what? No one else is, right? And it starts with you getting the head right and programming it that we truly, truly can have whatever we desire, one foot in front of the other, and you've got to take action. That's just the bottom line. But I promise you, get over your head and start taking action, and you will be shocked with what unfolds. So try it on for size. That's awesome. That question alone is going to be an episode into itself. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to, you know, blast that out there. That's no, it's so inspirational and it's so true. I mean, that book is just, it's a, it's mind blowing. Like you said, when you, but not, you know, like most books are, but you have to apply them, right? It's not enough yeah. just to read something and like, Oh, that's nice. And take an idea or one thing. You actually, that's the kind of book where it's literally like you have to apply it um, and live it to really feel the, you know, the impact of that book. So I'm glad you brought that up. Another question for you is what is a skill or talent that you would like to learn? Oh my, a skill or talent? A skill. <laughs> right now, what I need to work on is more patience. Look, I've got five kids and when you're running like this a million miles an hour and then you have a little kid that's like badgering you, mom, 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 mom. And just really being patient with them and being in the moment is really what I need to work on. I know that probably is not the direction you were wanting me to go with it, but honestly, it's just to really hone in on my patients. Kids being home way more than we're used to, yeah. right? It's just taking that moment to step away from your work, be patient and sit with them and answer questions and not be so fast to react. So patience for sure. No, that's awesome. I, and I can definitely relate to that. I think, I think every parent can, especially during this, this trying time that we've all been through and kids are home way more and have been home way more than we've ever, ever expected. Right. But you know, one thing that I find and it's difficult for me as well, but sitting down just for a little bit of time with each kid every day, or, you know, every, whatever, whatever you can do, even if it's like five minutes, 10 minutes, like just sitting on the floor, playing with them, just helping them with the homework, but being totally focused, like totally without any distraction, no phone, nothing. That little bit of time goes so far. And, you know, and again, when you're talking about the, the, the affirmations and the, you know, saying yourself, saying those things about your own kids as well, not just teaching them to do it, but 
recognizing those things in others is huge. I mean, it just that helps with the patients as well. Uh, just my own my own experience. Uh, some things that help me get through that <laughs> because I have four boys and they're they can be quite rowdy sometimes. Sure. So <laughs> definitely it. need patience for those guys. Fourth and final question, Aaron, is what does success mean to you? What does success mean to me? Success to me is really being able to have obviously the financial freedom, right? To be able to do, go and be wherever I want to be and be who I want to be. But really it's about making my own choices. I want to be happy, right? So success to me is being happy with where you are at this time in our life, right? Success is raising wonderful, obedient children that make the right choices. It's not going to happen all the time, but it's really giving them that nice, good, strong foundation of raising them right and choosing between right and wrong and really putting in that infrastructure with my children for them to have success in their life. And if they're successful, then mama's going to feel successful, right? So for me, I think success is really, it's well-rounded of having peace and happiness in my life, getting to choose what I want to do on a day-to-day basis. To me, that is considered success. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And final words, where can people find you or reach out to you if they choose to do so? Sure. So thequatroway.com is the best way to find us. And you can certainly find me on Facebook. Messenger is always great. And hey, if you want to give me a call, 949-510-3351. But also at thequatroway.com, I'd love, love, love for you to meet my incredible partners that I get the pleasure of working with. And if you go to our site, there's actually a one-minute video that each of us have done. And it'll let you know kind of who the, the type of people that each of us are. And then get to read our bios and so forth. And you can book an appointment from there as well. So I hope you have a great day. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, chatting with you as always. And let's do this again soon sometime. Absolutely. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Very good. And to our guests, remember, the best advice comes only when you ask. Real quick, I have one question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask you a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message to the whole world is that if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this podcast is out on is that you like my stuff and I'm doing something right. So take a few seconds out of your day, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating or review. I would be extremely grateful. Also, I want to hear from you guys. So I want to hear some feedback. If you have any questions for future episodes, please find me on LinkedIn. Send me a DM, a connection request, Yona Weiss, and I'd love to hear from you.